BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today, we have two very special guests with us alongside me and JC, of course. Who so, is they? <laughs> very, very requested guests, mm-hmm. I will, I must add. Who's requested more? Both of Leif you together. Or Nick. <laughs> Both of you together. They always want. But which one? They don't know. They don't. They want the power duo yeah. of the both of you. Nice. So they don't, they don't say your names. They just say the husbands. Because so you're our property. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Nick? You're welcome. We had a lot of guests to choose from during this time, so you guys are (laughs) lucky we chose you guys. Well, today we're going to have a little relationship advice episode. So we asked you guys to send in your scenarios with your significant others, and we're going to give our best amateur advice. I want to start off by asking the boys how they truly feel about quarantine, how this these past few weeks have been for you guys. Well, Nick has been thriving, if we're being honest. He hasn't seen a single person in weeks, and he's never been happier. <laughs> Are you introverted, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm also introverted. So, And we work at home as well. So it hasn't been, like, too different. And honestly, like, being able to FaceTime people is great. And I don't know. I don't need too much human interaction normally, so... I'm with you. It's fine. I think it's been a lot of people. It's like been a huge shock for, but for like Chelsea and me, it's a lot different just because we already work at home, kind of like you guys. Yeah. I mean, we don't travel as much as you guys, but it's been nice. I think mm-hmm. it. It's almost though when you are forced to be home, it's like suddenly you want to go. Home. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah. It's like I love being home. Actually, I would consider myself kind of half and half introverted, extroverted. But during the time when I know I cannot leave, I'm like, wait, now I want to like go to the mall. I know. <laughs> Obviously, exactly. it's not even an option, but it is like little things like that you realize that you, when you're about to go do something, you're like, oh, I actually can't do that that I took for granted. Not that it was like the most amazing thing to even go to the mall or something, but mm-hmm. just like running to a store to look for a specific thing. It's like you kind of can't mm-hmm. do that. The luxury is gone. Is this, is this our quarantine crew? This I is guess. our quarantine crew. We're the only people we have seen, like us four. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen Nick uh, yet up until this point, but <laughs> yeah. it's like literally we've seen no other human being. I know. Same. Weeks. Nick looks so different. He's like <laughs> something about his stomach. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Just a little bigger. <laughs> I'm going to put on some pounds. Wouldn't it be so funny? Because <laughs> we haven't seen him in weeks. <laughs> what if, if, if yeah, I Nick? came out and I was like 30 pounds heavier? <laughs> If you're 30 pounds heavier, though, I feel like you you, wouldn't be that much. (laughs) I'm like, 30 pounds? Wow. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I don't feel like it would be outrageous. (laughs) I think it would be outrageous. I'm not not the biggest person. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty small. I don't have a lot of 30 pounds is a lot. Maybe 15 pounds. We could do that. (laughs) We can can make that happen. (laughs) It'll all go to my neck, my face. (laughs) That's what I'm serious. Yeah, mine kind of goes to like my lower <laughs> neck face. Was it when you were in the south too? Yes. Yeah. They both went on their church missions to the south. Yeah, Tennessee and North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, Bojangles. Yeah. Amazing. Lots of fried stuff, lots of baked stuff. And that's where like, – here's, here's what I will say. One thing that has come out of the quarantine, Leif is – 
suddenly a dessert addict, which up until this point of our marriage has told me that he doesn't like dessert or he doesn't like to eat dessert because of his mission. When he went on his mission, he would eat a ton of food and then they would like serve up a ton of dessert and you'd kind of have to eat it. And so yeah. he just started feeling like he didn't really love it. You've been wanting dessert every single night. Yeah. What kind of dessert? I've been like, craving a chocolate chip cookie um, and a brownie and a bowl of popcorn. Ooh. Ooh, together? All of those mixed, <laughs> mixed in a bowl. <laughs> a, a medley of desserts? Just every Ew. time, because we always watch a show together at night, and he is screwing me over now because he brings this massive bowl of popcorn and, like, we'll make brownies. And I'm like, well, yeah. I guess I have to eat that too. <laughs> now I know. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. But now I know actually the, like, I remember getting people that would write into our podcast for advice and be like about health and say, like, my husband doesn't eat healthy or whatever. And then, yeah. and so it's hard for me too. And I'd always be like, why is it hard for you? But now I'm like, oh, I kind of get that. Because when you have a bowl of popcorn and brownies, it's like, oh yeah. Well, Nick does well. that to me all the time. I say, I do not want candy. I do not want candy. And then he'll come back and bring me candy and literally put it <laughs> in my face. And I, he's like, you want some? I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have a couple. And then I eat it and he knows I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into an addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our new favorite subscription. It's called Causebox. And if you haven't heard about it, I'm here to tell you about it because it is a quarterly four times per year subscription box curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. Just what we need right now, you know? Every cause box is a limited edition and comes with six to eight full-size products. You can get everything from skincare, jewelry, to homewares and accessories. The last four boxes actually sold out within days, which I completely believe because you get over $250 worth of products for just $50. Wowza. Um, to give you an idea of some of the stuff that is within Cosbox that I just received. So within my box, there were some dainty earrings that were so cute. I actually showed all this on my YouTube channel, so you guys can get a look. Um, but also a jade roller, a little travel bag that's super cute and like the perfect size, reusable utensils, which I'm very excited about because I've been meaning to get them. This insulated tumbler, which Chelsea actually has. I used it this morning, you guys. And I've been wanting it, so I was so excited that that was in the box. Um, a correcting primer with like probiotics in it, which I'm very excited to try as well. Also, each cause box comes with a magazine that tells the story and mission behind each product in the box. One of the best parts was getting my cause box in the mail. They ship it right to your door for free and opening it and feeling like I just got myself a huge surprise bundle of gifts. This is such a, this is going to boost your mood. Let mm -hmm. me tell you. Um, I would totally get this as a gift for like, if I had a sister, mm -hmm. maybe for Chelsea, for my mom. Give me another one. Yeah. So, of course, what we said, listeners, get an exclusive discount. Go to www.causebox.com slash what we said and use the code what we said to get your first box for 30% off. As in, you can get your first box worth over $250 or more for less than $39 and free shipping. Go check out Causebox right now. I can tell you firsthand, you guys are going to love it. Okay, well, let's get started with these questions. How about it? Um, Daisy, do you want to go first? Sure. Hey, ladies, love the podcast. The eating disorder episode totally changed my life, so thank you for being open and vulnerable. I need some advice. So basically, I'm as single as a Pringle. I've struggled with a lot of body issues. Love that for me. Anyways, I've grown fairly confident about my body, but then I get around boys and it all disappears into oblivion. So what do I do? I self-sabotage really bad, and even in a rare case that a man finds interest in me, I get paranoid that he's just pretending or just being nice or desperate. How do I not do that? How, how can I walk into situations with men confidently and trust that people are interested? You're the best. Ooh, that's a good question. That the first thing that I thought about was, first of all, Nick fell in love with me when I actually was like 25 pounds heavier than I am right now, which good for you, babe. 25, really? 25 pounds? I think so, yeah. That might be excessive. No, oh. it was not excessive. I, I will show you the numbers. Nick's like, I did? Oh, He's like, there's no way. So no. you did? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, I know for a fact. I wasn't even at my heaviest yet at that point. The reason I'm saying I, it's so weird to me. Well, I think I'm fine. Now. I'm like interesting. No, <laughs> the weird thing is, is like I'll hear that because I've actually been 15 pounds heavier than I am. Yeah. Now. Well, that's not true. Now I've gained a little bit of weight since I've we've been married. But like before I met Life, I was like mm -hmm. 15 pounds heavier than when I met him. Um, and when I look back at photos, like it's it's just really crazy to me, especially when you're a very small person, yeah. how much a little bit of weight 
like kind of shows. Yeah, when you're shorter, it doesn't have as much places to go. Yeah, like I feel like I look like a different person. Yeah. But it wasn't that much weight. So I'm not saying that that's horrible that you can yeah. by pounds. I just am like, I can't even I know, remember. I know, it's crazy. Just to clarify, I feel like you were just as beautiful then oh, as you are now. Oh, thank you. So. Well, of course, because weight doesn't define beauty. That's true. Leif fell so, in love with me when I had no lips. Ooh, so that's how we know <laughs> true, true love. love. I know. I had like very… My hair was horrible. And I'm like… I think that's why I was so confused that you liked me when we met. <laughs> because I, I felt like I had never looked worse in my life. But, but you were like obsessed with me. I was so confused. It's all like a lot of people interpret. Um, they see themselves a lot different than how other people see them. Exactly. Well, and that's what I was about to say. I feel like… Regardless of how you look, if someone's going to like you, like someone's going to like you because of how you look, whether you think that they will or not, if that makes sense. So whether you're, you think that they do or not doesn't affect if they do or not. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but basically, if you're confident and you're like, okay, yeah, they're going to like the way that I look. First of all, it's going to be more attractive, attractive yeah. to the other person, but also like because you don't like the way you look, I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you don't like the way you look, it it doesn't matter because other people will still see you and they could still like you, even they, though you don't like yourself. They see you as they see you no matter how yeah. you see yourself, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And I get that. Confidence is definitely an added boost, but I, I'm saying this because of experience because I felt like I was at my heaviest and I had body issues at that time. And it was also res- like restricting me from feeling confident, like, when Nick was expressing feelings like, oh, he liked me, it was hard for me to believe that because I didn't, be- like, I accepted the love that I thought I deserved, basically. So I, f- it's not really an easy answer, I feel like. Body issues are, it's a long journey. And it's definitely not some, like, a destination you're going to get to overnight. It is like a lifelong journey. So I feel like working on that and remembering that you deserve more love than you give yourself. Yeah, I think when you're at that point, I think even fake it till you make it kind of thing where just act confident, even if maybe you're not super confident. And then after time of you acting that way, I think you will kind of start to feel actually confident. And I always think about that too, because there are so many times I'm like, I look so ugly. And life's like, what? Like, no, you don't. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I feel so ugly. But it's like when other people that I'm around, like, any of my friends, if they're saying like, oh, I, I look so ugly in that photo or whatever, I'm always like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you don't exactly. look ugly. Like, I think you're so cute. And it's, it is like, you are the hardest on yourself. And so if you can just almost fake confidence, I feel like, and like give yourself positive affirmations. Yeah. Well, and also even, people don't like pretend to like you. Exactly. So it's like, if someone's showing interest in you, I'm sure that they really are interested. Yeah. And anytime you get into a relationship at all, you run the risk of getting your heart broken. So you're never going to have this confirmation that, oh, I'm beautiful. So they're going to like me and it's going to last forever. Like no matter how you look, no matter how confident you are, when you get into a relationship with someone, it's a risk. So I feel like you have to remember that as well because it can be scary to commit or like get into something with someone knowing you could be hurt. But you just have to, that's love, you know? Boys, yep. do you think, like, if a girl, let's go back to the dating days, or you can just t- think about marriage. Like, when a girl, I mean, you can say, if I am saying, like, oh, I feel fat or whatever, like, I don't feel cute, is that unattractive, kind of? Not unattractive, but are you like, what? Yes, you do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A, it's it's kind of annoying. I <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather you not say that, because then it's, like, something that I have to Deal with, deal with, and I don't know, worry about. Just heartless. I, and I'd also rather you not feel like that. Like it doesn't make me feel good. So, but it's not. No, it's not unattractive. But don't you it think it would feel be? Bad. It would be more attractive if I was like, I love the way I look today. Like I'm oh, yeah. so happy. You'd be. Oh yeah. I'd love that. I would love. <laughs> I that. would love that. As if it's never happened. I was gonna say. I feel like some days I'll. I say that, and I'm like oh, I just do not look cute. Like, I look horrible or something like that. And then there are other days when I'm like, I look cute. Yeah. Which do you like? The latter. For <laughs> he sure. just makes him say it. Like, how much do you like me? No, I think that, like, I like you a lot. But <laughs> I think that you kind of have to understand that women just go through cycles. And I think guys do too. <laughs> Actual cycles, yeah. Well, not even that. I just, like, you kind of have to understand that um, they're going to have days where they don't feel their best. And, yeah, and everyone you have to is. cheer them up. 
Well, and it, and it goes the other way too because I feel like when like way for Nick, I mean, I don't know how often life does this, but if, if Nick says something like, oh, negative about himself, which he honestly doesn't do often, but then it, it hurts me too because I'm like, no, you don't. Like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Invalidate yeah. him. <laughs> Gaslight him. Insane. <laughs> like, you're so <laughs> sensitive and crazy. <laughs> I do not believe you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, next what, one. What oh. are you going to say, Life? I just, um, she said she feels as single as a Pringle. And like Pringles come in <laughs> big sleeves of like probably a hundred, you know. A <laughs> hundred? On top of each other. Just <laughs> spooning, literally. Aww. So there is hope. So keep that in mind. That you're a Pringle. Keep that in mind. <laughs> How did I know that was not going anywhere serious? Um, anytime Life says like, listen to me. <laughs> and like actually demands people listen. <laughs> That's um, funny. I have a friend that says, uh, let me be honest with you, and I know he's going to lie to me as soon as he <laughs> says that. Let me put it straight. <laughs> let me give it to you straight. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. Getting tired of being stuck with my boyfriend every moment because of COVID. Hi, Chelsea and Jace. First of all, I love your podcast, and it's always the highlight of my week. Love you, gals. So, oh, she didn't say anything about you guys. That's so awkward. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> so I live together with my boyfriend. I study in college, but my boyfriend is currently unemployed and it has started to bother me. Not because he's unemployed, but because I have literally no alone time because he's always at home. I go to school, party. What? Sorry. <laughs> Just as if it's a daily thing. I go to school, the party, party and go to the gym, but he's always at home. While she's I'm in- still confused about the party. Um. Now because, COVID COVID-19. Oh, now. now because of COVID-19 Oh, I'm not done. Now because of COVID-19 and we still and we have to stay home, it's even worse. I can't go to the gym or see my friends, so we're at home like 24/7. We have a pretty small apartment, so we're literally next to each other all the time. I need advice on how to not get tired of my boyfriend's face and ideas on what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The boys like, literally Nick, I feel like you can speak on this because sometimes, I mean, I don't want to get in a and I don't want to start beef <laughs> but when I walk into a room sometimes when we've been home all day together and I'll be on my phone or something and you're on the couch I'll come in from the, b- the bedroom and sit by you on the couch and about 0.1 second later you'll get up and go into the bedroom so I want you to explain that and maybe that'll help okay. her out well it sounds like your personality type might be similar to mine you like your alone time which is not a bad thing but it can be like construed as a bad thing if you're not um, communicating with your boyfriend. And if you actually like your boyfriend a lot, then you'll talk to him and be clear with him and be honest with him and say, like, I need my alone time. I'm getting sick of you. So forceful. <laughs> I need it. Um, and then, like, maybe get some, like, noise-canceling headphones. Some Nick things- has earplugs. I have earplugs. I well, think going in a different room, is that an option? It's like, yeah. you know, because you don't have to be glued to each other's side. Like, hopefully they have a living room and a bedroom and, like, she can say, I'm going to stay in the bedroom and read or, like, do my thing for a little bit. Yeah. I need my time. Totally. I, think that's- I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I feel like maybe part of it is she might feel guilty that she's, like, getting tired of him and she's getting annoyed with him. So, and maybe, like, oh, maybe I don't even like my boyfriend. But in reality, when you're with someone all the time, that's going to happen, even if it's the person you love the absolute most. Yeah, and I I think that there was some things there, and I'm not trying to, like, give you relationship advice, but there were some things in there saying that, like, red herrings are, are almost like a cry for help with, like, the he's unemployed. He has all this other stuff that was, like, Ooh, kind of glaring details. So maybe there might there's... be something deeper than the actual issue that she brought up. So maybe some deeper conversation. Maybe they got beef. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they've got beef. Yeah, it does sound like maybe she is holding something against him and she's got to, it's coming out in different ways maybe. Do you feel like you guys have argued more being home together 24-7 than you have not when you're not? It's about the same, honestly. I feel like it hasn't. I feel like They're it's actually really gotten better yeah. up until like today. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like there's a breaking point when like breaking. at one point, at one point we both, the problem is I just tease so much and that's how, I, that's one of my love languages is teasing and then I take it too far. It's, teasing? What do you mean? What are you teasing? I'm trying to, anything. Like if he says something wrong or like you guys he's trying to bring you. Sophie in. <laughs> you guys thought it was for you, but this is for us. <laughs> I'm like, this is an, it's an intervention. intervention. Um, no, I feel like Leif and I, we've been decent. I'd say it's about the same, but I feel like we definitely get annoyed with each other at least once a day. Yeah. 
Um, we had a 20-minute fight the other He's day like, about paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> we literally had a 25-minute fight about paper towels. I've, I think that's like our longest argument ever. Well, what was the fight about? Like, what, what do you mean paper towels? I can't. Like I cannot even get into Uh-oh. this right now. Oh. No, it's. I'm not still upset about it. I, we've we've squashed a beef. Like, but we were, I feel like we weren't even upset though. It was kind of funny that we're we arguing could not about understand it. each other. Like he, I. This is how it all started. I'll give you a very brief rundown. We were driving home from Costco. There were no paper towels, and we're almost out. We're on our last mm-hmm. roll of paper towels, and we were wanting to find some more. So Leif said something like, "Um, we should go somewhere else for paper towels, like a different." Grocery store for paper towels. And I said, right? Is that what you said? I said, we just have to get lucky sometime to find paper towels. We just got to go a little more often. And I said, who knows if they even have, like, have the paper towels in the first place. And when I said they, he thought I was referring to the manufacturers for some reason. I was referring to the grocery stores. And then (laughs) we proceeded to get into a 20-minute argument about how He's like, they're still going about normal production. And I'm like, I understand that, but maybe they're not in stock. He's like, why wouldn't they? Blah, blah, blah. And we were just literally arguing back and forth for 25 minutes until I said, I'm talking about like Ralph's or Costco. I'm talking about the I'm individual. screaming. That is not what I expected. Stores. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, well, I'm talking about the manufacturers. I'm like, and the whole time I was telling him, this is not an argument. We're, we're saying the same thing. We're on the same side right now. Yeah. And we're just arguing. And then finally he understood that I was talking about the grocery stores. Yeah. So, moral of the story, sometimes you have to take a step back and see where the miscommunication is and clarify. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then we clarified. We, like, continued to argue after that for, like, 10 minutes, though, because he still was, like, set on. <laughs> I was just arguing that, like, you should have clarified earlier <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you were talking about. I said, no, no. I'm Do you guys ever feel like my position. we all just need to argue and the subjects can say, vary? It just we just all need to argue. A Sometimes bit. you gotta just spice yeah. things up with an argument. Sometimes me and Nick will like start an argument, and both of us are kind of laughing throughout the <laughs> whole thing. And it's like at the end of it, it's almost just us being bored that we're like, okay, let's start something, and then it's just like <laughs> a little like rally. I don't know. You gotta spice things up, you know. It's Sometimes true. it gets boring. We've been like too nice to each other for a couple of days. I'm like, okay, it's time for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have some. I'm getting bored. <laughs> So that's my advice. Get in a fight. (laughs) Perfect. All right, you guys. Let's talk about collagen. So collagen is vital to help support the health of your skin, hair, nails, and connective tissues. As we get older, our bodies naturally begin to produce less collagen, and the first signs of aging start to occur. So collagen is something that I personally love to add into my daily life and my routine by adding it into smoothies and stuff like that. Um, So sports research collagen peptides provide the best product at the best price. Did you know, Chelsea, that it is the highest rated collagen product on Amazon? Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Pretty incredible. Sports Research Collagen Powder is truly third-party certified and non-GMO verified. Offered in a variety of flavors, my personal favorite's chocolate. Love making protein shakes with it. Um, Sports Research Collagen Peptides can be added to coffee, oatmeal, yogurt, soup, and sauce. So there's no excuse not to incorporate them into your diet. So who is Sports Research? You might be asking yourself. Well, I'll answer it for you. They were established 40 years ago and are a family-owned and operated company dedicated to providing the highest quality health and wellness products that complement your healthy lifestyle. Sports Research believes in using the best ingredients so you can have total peace of mind about the supplements you're taking. From certifications to the ability to track your lot, Sports Research is all about honest messaging and unmatched transparency, meaning you can always trace back to the source. What you see is what you get. We have a special offer for you guys, of course. If you go to sportsresearch.com and use the code what we said at checkout, right now you'll get 20% off your order. That's 20% off site-wide at sportsresearch.com with code what we said at checkout. And they also have resistance bands, which we have been, well, at least I have been using. I think yes. you've been using them too at home while you can't go to the gym. So definitely go check out all of their products and use the code what we said. Bye. Okay. Hi, Chelsea and JC. I love the podcast. This has been one thing that's been getting me through these crazy times. When I listen to you girls, it feels like I'm in quarantine with some close friends. Love that. I'm in need of some relationship advice. I have been together with my boyfriend for two years now. He has two sisters and a younger brother. I need advice on how to bond or find things in common with them. It's not that we don't get along. It's just I feel like I do not fit in. How do you girls connect with your in-laws and find things in common? Anything would help. Thank you, girls. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like we haven't heard that in a long time. Or ever, maybe. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of advice, Mike. Well, 
I feel like I naturally get along with my in-laws pretty well. Yeah. Like, it was, was seamless. I never really felt, like, super out of place. So, I'm trying to think of if I did. Yeah. And well, it sounds like she gets along with them and, like, they, you know, they tolerate each other and everything's fine. But I feel like it is taking it to that next level of, like, becoming family. Yeah, like, like bonding more. Yeah. And I feel like that takes effort on both of your parts. Like, if you're both reaching out to each other… And I could do way better at that. But I know that when I do like spend quality time with my in-laws, like any of his sisters, it's it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, like eat, just spending a little bit of quality time with them, like even just one-on-one or all together um, and just making an effort, I feel like, to get involved in their life. I agree. Yeah. And as far as finding things in common, like it's hard because it's… I feel like everyone has something in common though. Mm-hmm. So you just have to talk, spend quality time. And I I think you're right. Like, keep in touch, which I could do a lot better as well. But, like, keep in touch with them. I don't know. Just, like, reaching out and being like, hey, we should go to lunch. Or, like, you know, just spending time. Because the more time you spend with someone, the more comfortable you get. So, it's like, that's pretty much the key is just to keep spending as much time as you can. Yeah, I I agree 100%. And I I have, I mean, even with Nick and my brothers, I know girls are different. But I feel like Nick can bond with my brothers in one way where I'm like, oh, you should do this with them. And you should take them and do this. And Nick's like, that's weird. Like, I'm not going to force them to do that with me. I'm not going to do that. And then he'll find his own ways to bond with them. And he's like, oh, no, we, like, play video games on live together. And, like, you know, we're the greatest of friends. And I'm like, okay, you just can't – sometimes you can't force it too much with – I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Also, like, this is, like, a basic thing. I I don't have any advice for her, but be interested in what they're interested in if they really want to be, like, closer. Yeah. Because then they'll start to relate, I think. I feel like people need to ask more questions, and this is something I'm bad at, but Nick is really good at, is making the effort to ask people questions about their life. Sometimes I feel awkward doing that because I don't already know. Like, I feel like somehow I should already know. Like, oh, how's your job? Or, like, how are your parents? Or something that, you know, shows them that you're interested in them. Mm -hmm. In (laughs) their life. Yeah. (laughs) You want to date them. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hey, you guys understand that, don't you? That means um, <laughs> chickens. Hey, chickens. Hey. <laughs> hey, kittens and cats. You've been my fave podcast for a long time now, and I always appreciate episodes like this. I see you guys like cool older sisters. Aw. I wanted to write in to ask for some advice on my relationship with my boyfriend of almost three years. We're both nearing the end of college now and are starting to plan for the future. We want to get married soon because we're Christian and are waiting to live together, etc., until marriage. We feel 100% ready, and we have for a long time now. The issue is with our parents. His don't really support getting married young. Mine have no issue with our age, but are upset that my boyfriend and I are of different faith from them. My family is Christian as well, but a different denomination than us. They're upset that I left their religion. They've made it clear that my dad will not be giving my boyfriend his blessing to propose, and they likely won't attend our wedding. I love my family, and I don't want to cause issues. How would you go about this? I know there's really no perfect way, but I'd love your input. Gosh. Okay, that's that's really hard. That's a really hard one. It's heavy. I feel like being, first of all, her being, I feel like communication can solve a lot of problems. And not that they're going to see eye to eye perfectly, but if she can sit down, and I'm sure maybe she already has, but Mm -hmm. if she could sit down with her parents and explain to them why she loves him and Mm -hmm. like why they're so good together and why she wants to marry him and, you know, kind of like ask for their support and say like, you guys mean a lot to me, but like here are the reasons why. Because it's hard to know in these situations. It's like when parents don't like a partner, it's hard to know if they're not in the wrong – if they're in the wrong or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if they are they see red flags and they're like, no, 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 this is not a good thing. Or if they're just stubborn and like the faith thing yeah. is weird or whatever. But um, like I know of someone who um, they got married and her family did not – uh, support it at all and like didn't come to the wedding and it was just this huge thing but they were like and same thing like they were Christian and um, they got married and now her family has like totally come around and like they love him and they have a kid now and like everything's kind of mended. Yeah that's what I was so, gonna say. I feel like sometimes with parents or family members in general it does take time and again like you said like if you communicate as much as you can and do the things that you can control 
then what they do, you can't control. So you kind of have to just let it go. And and I'm not pretending to know how like hard it would be to get married and not have your family there. That's really hard. Um, but again, you can't control their actions. So if you feel like you're making the best decision, then it's your life and you're an adult. So kind of yeah. comes down to that and communication, like you said. What do you boys think? They're asleep. Cool. Yeah. I think you just have to be very honest with everyone involved and more importantly with yourself. Like you need to think about your relationship and if you are willing to sacrifice those things and like have your family not attend your wedding and maybe uh, cut ties with some people. Like you have to really be honest with yourself and what you're feeling. Not just like get married because out of spite you really like yeah. this guy or yeah, out of spite. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Agree. I agree. Okay. Hi, girls. I love your podcast. So here it goes. I dated my boyfriend for about two and a half years, starting at the end of high school. We went through a lot of life changes and milestones together, and I will always feel very connected to him. He is the first boy I've ever been with who I can honestly say is my best friend and that I think the world of. In February, after a couple of months of often on pointless arguments, we decided to take a break. The break lasted for about six weeks and including talking about once a day to catch up and hanging out at least once a week. Hmm. What? I can't the follow break- the math. The break lasted for about six weeks and including talking, maybe included. Okay. Included talking about once a day to catch up and hanging once a week. Okay. So for the six weeks, they talked and hung out once a day. Okay. Okay. Once a week. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) After about the fourth week, I realized that we were still in a relationship of a sort and it was going great. So I asked that we get back together or that he at least make a decision as to what he wanted. Now, on the other side of this is some personal issues he was going through regarding work, school, and home life. None of these were issues that he had not already been dealing with, but they seemed to all hit him at once, once our relationship was not his priority. I felt as if me pressuring him to make a decision regarding our relationship was only causing him more stress, but I did feel like I had a right to know what he was feeling and not be caught in the middle of it all. About a week ago, we decided it would be best to just be friends. It was very amicable— And you could tell from the conversation alone that neither of us wanted it to be permanent and that we both still cared for each other. The problem seemed to be that he just could not come to a decision as to what he wanted, saying things like he just wanted to do what was right and that he didn't want to hurt me by making me wait. I still see a future with him and I don't want to miss out on any time together, but I don't know how to know if he feels the same way. How can I find out what he's really feeling? Do I just walk away from someone I love when there's a possibility that they still feel the same way? Hmm, that's hard. The first thing that comes to your mind, and and maybe it was you that said that your mom said this or something, but if somebody shows you how they feel, believe them kind yeah. of thing. It's kind of that. And I, f- I mean, I don't want to be blunt here and then regret it or something, but I feel like he's if he's making up excuses, there's a reason that maybe he doesn't even know 100%, but it's – I feel like when people want to make it work, they do. Totally. I agree. I think like sometimes it's like when you are with someone who's like back and forth, like I just don't know how how they feel. It's like, well, if they're not making an effort, then it's probably yeah. they don't want it bad enough, maybe. And yeah. maybe he is going through hard stuff and like it's not the right time, but it sounds like like for sure it's not the right time. Yeah. To like be in a serious relationship. Definitely. And after a while, you can't just like sit and wait around. You have to live your own life. Whatever that means, like, I mean, you don't have to date someone, but was she saying that they've, like, they were each other's first loves or whatever? Kind of, yeah. She said that that's the first boy she dated that's, like, she truly is, like, his best friend. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, like, communication is key. And, like, even being honest, like, I think you don't have to be, I don't know. Like, I wish that girls, here's what I wish we could all, actually, not even just girls, everyone, could realize. I remember I remember this when Leif and I were dating and we were like taking a little break and I said like this is a win-win situation because if you go back to this girl that you like, you know, were kind of dating before and you decide that you are in love with her or whatever and you guys get married and like I'm kind of left in the dust quote unquote. Like yes, that's going to hurt me, but it's a win for me because I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Or if you go, which is what happened, you go back to her and you realize that you don't want to be with her. And then now Leif and I are married, obviously. That's also a win. So I feel like everyone just needs to understand that's like, what is that quote that's like, what's yours will always be yours? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, what's meant to find you will find you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
kind of the concept of just everything works out and everything happens for a reason. So if you guys are not working out right now, like just have faith that if it's supposed to work out, it'll work out. It will, yeah. And at the same time, though, you got to be honest. You got to tell him, I really love you. I have feelings for you, whatever. But I'm not going to sit around and just wait. Like I have to do whatever, like either not talk to you or I'm going to go date other people. And like, don't try to play games, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because then it could ruin A good fate, thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, don't be desperate and be like, please make a decision. Please make a decision because it's only going to push, push him further away. But also, yeah, don't play games. Like, just be honest and say, like, I really love you and care about you. But if you're not ready to, like, make that decision, I'm not just going to, like, sit here and wait for yeah. five months for you to figure it out. Well, I'm going to read this next one because it kind of goes along with that one. Okay. So, my boyfriend of three years just dumped me recently. He said he felt guilty being around me and he didn't know if he felt the same way about me anymore. I thought we were perfectly fine and was totally blindsided by the situation. He said he wanted some time apart, but he loved me and wanted to be together in the future. I don't know if I wait for him or if I just move on. He started ignoring me and I actually found out he's been talking to other girls. If I should move on, what are your tips? Move on. That's a red yeah. flag. That is a sure, for sure red flag. What do you guys think? Well, going back to what Leif said, tell him how you feel. Um, and then if his actions don't kind of show change, then probably move on. Yeah, he kind of told you, like, he doesn't feel the same way about you. Yeah, his actions in the moment are, like, a t- yeah. yeah that don't make He's sense. moved on. He was on, just trying so. to be nice, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think he was just— Which what is it actually seems not like, nice at all. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it seems but. like he's saying, like, I'm not really feeling it anymore. I want to date these other girls. Yeah. that That's what I'm saying when girls, like, it, the quote that you were— saying is that my mom says is when someone shows you who they are believe them yeah and it's like i feel like in a lot of these things that we get these people that write in for advice it's like from the outside looking in you can so clearly see what the situation is it's like my boyfriend doesn't act like he wants to date me and he told me he doesn't want to date me but how should i know if it's like well like it's just right there he doesn't want to which Mm -hmm. sucks that's the worst thing to hear is like rejection is the worst feeling but it's just the truth of it. Yeah. Like when someone literally says, like, I don't feel the same way about you. It's like, okay, moving on. And maybe down the road it'll work out later. But like definitely don't hold on to hope for that. No, you definitely know? not. And breaking up with someone, I I think if you have been broken up with and you really haven't been the person breaking up with someone, breaking up with someone is almost just as hard as yes. being broken up I with. I would almost say harder. Yeah. So a lot of the times I feel like people – especially, I mean, I'm not trying to be sexist, but I feel like especially boys, they do not break up well. They never are just like, hey, we're done. Move on. You were great, but it's just not, it's just not working. They like string you along. Yeah, they string you along. And I feel like you kind of have to see past that. And again, listen, like, listen to what he's showing you. Mm -hmm. And obviously he's moved on. So unfortunately you have to move on. And again, you don't want someone that doesn't want you. That's what I always, it's like, when people are like, but I want I want him to like me so bad. It's like, but he doesn't. Yeah. So you deserve someone that is obsessed with you and treats you like a queen. Mm-hmm. So why are we wasting time? Yeah. Which is easier said than done for, for sure. sure. But our tip is leave. Okay. So here's my relationship problem right now. I started dating this guy I've known for a few years. We've been pretty seriously dating for about seven months and are planning on getting married. I know we will, and I love him very much. A few months ago, he said he would be proposing soon, but I knew I wanted to be surprised. We didn't want to know when, so he didn't say an exact day. Anyways, it's been almost six months since that happened, and he still has not proposed yet. I guess what I'm asking for advice on is how to know if he's really ready for marriage or just trying to make me happy. Also, any advice on how to stay patient while waiting for him would be very helpful. Thank you, ladies, for being so awesome. I love your views on things and would really appreciate your advice. That's a long time. Six months is a long time to be, like, waiting for him to be I'm surprised she hasn't just been like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Because that seems like the most natural Isn't thing to do. Isn't it such a, f- like, kind of a funny tradition that we've held up for so long that it needs to be, like, a surprise to yeah. get yeah. engaged? And also the guy has to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should almost be, like, maybe it's not a surprise. In your case, like, you need to just talk about it and say, hey, are we ready for marriage? Like, do we want to do this? Like, mm-hmm. 
let's get engaged. Yeah. Well, the I, I the think- actual popping the question could still be a surprise after you have the discussion like, hey, are we doing this? Yeah. Are we getting engaged or not? And if he's like, yes, like we a, are soon. Yeah. You can still surprise her. It's very rare that people get engaged and have like never talked about it before. Like that is right. shocking. To me. I don't know. I've heard a couple. Yeah, but it's very. But rare. it's it's rare. Yeah. It's it's not common that it's like most of the time you've talked about getting engaged. A lot of times you've kind of you've picked out your ring or you know kind mm-hmm. of you have an idea, but it seems like they have talked about it. That's yeah. what she said, and then he said, "I'm going to propose soon," and then it's been six months. So she's like, "I would say with someone you're." Yeah, going to marry, you should definitely be comfortable enough. I would straight up be like, are you going to propose to me soon? Like, yeah. I'm getting a little antsy here. Like, yeah. are we going to get married? Or that's yeah. what I would do. But I don't know if she just doesn't feel comfortable saying that. She's saying, like, I don't know if he's really ready for marriage or just trying to make me happy. Again, that's just a conversation that you have to have. Yeah, 100%. Also, his interpretation of what that time frame looks like could be completely different. Yeah. Like, a little yeah, bit of time could be a year. a year. Some people get engaged or like wait to get engaged forever, years. years. And then also there might be like logistic concerns that he has that he's working through. Yeah, he so, could be saving up for yeah, a ring. Yeah, he wants to get a ring. He wants to be financially like stable before you guys take the leap into getting married. So but I, I would d- just talk with him. Yeah, yeah which could say. all be yeah. solved with communication. And that definitely should not be a weird conversation and the act again the act like you said of popping the question can still totally be a surprise oh yeah I picked out the ring with Nick and I was still completely surprised when he proposed to me yeah same I was actually surprised at how fast late it was (laughs) the turnaround time was very quick for when he proposed to me I was like okay whoa (laughs) got him we are doing this for real I just didn't want to lose the ring also (laughs) yeah (laughs) seriously horrible oh that is kind of scary yeah So my boyfriend and I have been dating for about six months now and we met at work. One of the most recurring problems in our relationship is jealousy, mostly from me calling myself out here. When other girls that he has worked with in the past return to work on winter or spring break, they always come back and flirt with him because in the past he has been interested in them and they think they can just pick up where they left off, try to show me up by showing off how interested he is in them only to find out that we are dating. One of the girls even got really mad at him because he didn't tell her that we were dating before she spent her entire shift gushing over him for attention, only to find that she was doing it right in front of his girlfriend. And the next day, proceeded to be condescending and disrespectful to me the entire day. This one really made my blood boil as if our relationship is her business. Anyways, it's been about four different girls now, none of which he dated, but all of which he has been interested in. He even slept with one of them. Okay. And that's... even though we have talked it through, I don't think while they've been dating. I, think I know, beforehand. I know, but still, it's kind of is... like, yeah. And even though we have talked it through and established boundaries, I still can't shake the jealous feeling whenever they come around. Some of the girls I like more than others, but the bottom line is I don't want to be the jealous girlfriend. I usually get along with women. (laughs) Nick just cackling. (laughs) I usually get along with women and want to become friends with some of them, but I can't do that if I feel animosity towards them because of something that happened in the past. What is your best advice for curing jealousy? How do I get over it? I know that my boyfriend will never cheat on me, but I always wonder what would happen if one of them was suddenly interested in him and how that would affect our relationship. Love you guys. Sorry, this is a long one. Okay, hold on. What would happen if one of them was suddenly interested in him? Doesn't that mean you don't trust him? Well, she's just maybe saying that, like, maybe he would. Well, I thought they already were interested in. They were, like, flirting with him. Can Sounds I say like something? Sounds like a very yeah. handsome man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, send us a photo a of this man. <laughs> but also, I feel like this is kind of like one of those posts that she probably, or like a, an email she wrote out of frustration. Like, probably something pretty recent was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did that as, like, a sort of their therapy yeah. yeah that's what it seems like i could be 100 wrong but yeah normally i mean i feel like any jealousy is because of insecurity mm-hmm. always so it's like you're insecure in something and her saying that like he slept with one of them and blah 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 like it makes sense that she would be a little yeah. bit like i feel like especially is, if he's shown interest in them in the past it's like you right. know that it's possible exactly that's what i was gonna say when you know it's possible that's a little more like mm-hmm. unsettling because i always feel like to feel jealous in a relationship means that you're either insecure or you don't trust your partner. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, like I would not consider myself a jealous person at all. And like that's partly because Leif never makes me feel – it's not like he's like flirting with girls. And like mm-hmm. everywhere he goes, I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Like he just doesn't treat anyone like that. So it's like I'm, I never feel jealous. But that being said, like if he went to work every day and I knew that he had like kissed someone or dated someone – 
in his office, I think yeah. that that would, like, whenever I saw them, I'd kind of be like, even if he didn't act like exactly flirty with him at all, it's like knowing the past. It is just kind the of the situation unsettling. is really not a good one. No, like, no, that's the whole great. thing. I don't think she's crazy for being jealous. No, no I don't like, either. That would be hard if like I was going out to eat or like in the place that say you worked at a restaurant and you had been like had feelings for a couple of guys there and you mm-hmm. dated one for a while. Yeah, I would probably be like, you go to work every day. Yeah, spend yeah. All these hours with them. Like more well, hours than you even there do. Too. She works there too. Oh, she does. Oh, wait. Yeah. I didn't even know that she worked there. Yeah. So she sees them all the time. They met at work. Oh, yeah. they met at work. I'm a dummy. Yeah. So she oh, sees yeah, them. She wants to be either. friends. <laughs> she wants to be friends with the girls too because she's like, I don't want to have animosity towards them, but I do. Just ditch the guy and <laughs> get with the girl. With the girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I yeah. I feel like for… There's really no cure to jealousy besides… If he is doing something, if it's happening at your workplace and you really are jealous and it's more towards him, like you're more angry towards him, it must be something he's doing. Like yeah. he's maybe is reciprocating or not making not it known. stopping it, yeah. Yeah, that like, oh, this is my girlfriend and like not telling them, that would annoy me, I feel like. For sure. But if it's more on the girl's end and he's not doing anything, then… It, that's not even a part of your relationship. No. Then. It's like you just need to focus on he's treating me well. He yeah. doesn't… Yeah. And maybe even saying, if if you do have to see them every day and she's just constantly flirting with him, maybe even saying something to her. If, I know that's kind of scary, but like, hey, I, I know you know we're in a relationship and I don't know if you're intending to, but it seems like you guys, like, seems like you keep showing interest in him and being flirty with him. And it's making me uncomfortable. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of an interesting work environment. Most people try to like, yeah, I wonder leave what kind of work that kind is. of stuff at home. Even if like you're with your significant other at work, you should be probably pretty professional. I don't know. Right. Is that like, yeah. It seems like. It does seem interesting that they're all like throwing, like seriously, is this guy Zac Efron? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, what are you talking about going on? Does he look like me? Or <laughs> Come on. Like what's going on? Um, okay. Hey girls, first off, saying I love the podcast is an understatement. I've been a day one listener and I cannot wait each Tuesday. I feel like we are real friends and I trust your advice so much. Currently writing in for advice in one of my what we said merch pieces. Aww. What a gal. I had a class with a guy freshman year of college. Thought he was the cutest thing in the world. He's kind, best smile, charismatic, and has a good atmosphere. atmosphere? Ooh. Well, that's a good way of describing it. Okay. Flash forward two years to today. We happened to have another class, and finally he asked for my number. We text for hours every day and went to lunch once from literally 1230 to 4. I didn't even notice the restaurant clear out. So everything is great, and then bam, corona. Now he's moved back home, and we are hours away. Awesome. We still text a lot, and I very much like him, and I don't want to lose him because of this freaking pandemic. Help. Need advice to keep this alive and maybe ask how to DTR. Determine the relationship. Thanks, girls. Ooh, FaceTime. I know I, you're laughing, Leif. Why? Because you think it's DTF. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Don't be a perv, gotcha. JC. <laughs> gotcha. He's a K pervert. I was going to say my advice. <laughs> I can't say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. Say it. Come on. <laughs> what is it? It's not something I condone. It's send nudes. Okay. Send <laughs> nudes. <laughs> I was going to say FaceTime. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. They can hack your iCloud, okay? Yeah, that's hard to do, honestly. That really sucks. That sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole COVID thing is really, really screwing up lots of things. Not just yeah. jobs and the economy, but some relationships yeah. as well. What can she do? To spice to it up? To show him that she really cares. Write him a letter. She could write him a letter. She could send him a little care package. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Of something. That'd be cute. No, don't go too far with it. And like… Send just, him Corona. Yeah. <laughs> no, just send him like, you know, a few things that you know he likes. Or even like slyly ask him like what his favorite snack is. Or something mm-hmm. like that. And then like maybe send it to him in the mail. I feel like that could really slip show… Slip a couple Polaroids in there. <laughs> slip a couple photos. No. Um, you, yeah, you got to show that you care. You can't play the game. Mm-hmm. You really got to show. <laughs> you got to show him. <laughs> I feel like this would be Just a good time advice. for them. If they're like, if they don't have a lot to do, if they're at home, then they can like call each other. They can have FaceTime. FaceTime yeah. They can get to know each other like really probably a well. lot better than they w- would be able to if they were in person, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's like the, the show, Love is Blind. Yeah. <laughs> sure they've seen each other. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah, but it's but the concept yeah, yeah, of getting yeah. to know them while yeah, they're not they have more time yeah. to like talk about things rather than you know what 
Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. I was going to say, there's this questionnaire and it's like 43 questions to get someone to fall in love with you. And it gets deeper and deeper as you go. I don't know if it's 43 questions. I'll have to look it up. Maybe it's 35. But <laughs> it gets deeper and deeper. What? No, that's uh, fine. It's I, I think it's trivial. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, just, I don't want them to Google 43 questions no, and then they, they can't correct find you on that, it. Then. No, I'm saying I don't want them to Google 43 questions and oh, they can't okay. find anything. And be lost in yeah. the Now they're way more lost. How are they going to know it's actually 35? Wow. Questions Obviously. to fall in love with No, someone. you know what? Leif yeah. and I did that when we were dating. Do you remember that? It wasn't to fall in love. It was like, but it was something like to get to know each other on like a deeper level. And we did that at Krispy Kreme once. I literally oh, yeah. still remember it. Yeah, like, that was fun. And you asked like kind of deep questions. Yeah. It's like, what, like, how's your relationship with your dad? Or like things that you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, just little, but you do get to know each other well. I yeah. think that's a great way to, you know what else I was going to say is they should have like, isn't there a thing on Netflix that you can like watch movies and like you can like chat? Oh yeah, while yeah. you're watching them. Like I've seen a lot of people during this whole COVID thing doing that. Um, sorry, I just thought of the funniest TikTok. I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Like, oh, it's about when someone says like COVID instead of Corona. And oh it's, like, yeah, like talking about like how smart they are. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> Is but, it when he's like? I think of myself as better. I mean, no, better than the average person. No, it's oh. like a, it's like a Taylor Swift interview, and she's like, she is so smart. You would be terrified to know how smart she is, like <laughs> something like that. Anyway, it's funny because she said COVID, yeah. COVID nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think like having little date nights, like you can still have like date nights on Facetime or do like the Netflix thing and share your screen. I don't know how that thing works, but you can chat while There's you're like watching internet shows. Plugins and browse like the stuff on your browser that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this could potentially be a time where they, like, if it's meant to be, like, they could really get to know each other and be, like, so obsessed and be so excited to see each other once mm-hmm. this is over that they're just, like, game over. Like, when they Distance see each other. makes the heart grow and fonder. It's, it's a recipe for a really strong relationship. Yeah, it's it true. is. So, if it's supposed to be, this is a good, this is, is a good situation. But it's not good if he's going to start, like, ghosting her and crap yeah. like that. Or if, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then that's going to start turning into a nightmare. Yeah. Because you're quarantined and then your boyfriend starts. And also maybe asking him, like, say, hey, I want to, I'm going to send you this. Or, like, let's do this, you know, FaceTime and watch Netflix together. Have a movie night. Then say, like, how about you come think of something that we can do, like, you know, to grow closer. And then he has to think of something. And then when somebody, like, serves you, they're automatically going to be more attracted to you. That manipulates him. It's like, it's, how can it's you from the art me? of seduction, okay? But literally, like, and the more that they're thinking about you, the more they're gonna like you. So, okay, really okay. manipulate his mind. Also, <laughs> I'm like, send nudes, manipulate. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do the first one because they or the second one. <laughs> <laughs> you can like, why, that manipulation though. Oh my god, I'm kidding. Okay, this one's very short. Ladies, I've been talking to a guy for about two weeks. The first few days, he was super sweet and romantic, but now he is just getting bland and acting like he has no interest other than himself. What do I do? Drop him. (laughs) Two weeks and you're already bored? Yeah. Drop him immediately. Only the first few days he was sweet and romantic? (laughs) Well, what if he's just a boring at texting? Yeah. He's just like sick Okay, that's Leif, so I won't say that. (laughs) I'm like, boring? Leif. (laughs) No, boring at texting. Leif was the worst texter when we… Because I always… I think I've said this on the podcast. Like, I always heard, like, if he's not texting you back, like, he doesn't like you. And so Leif would… You text me back, but you actually weren't, like, a boring texter. You're just, like, not a, much of a texter in general. Yeah, it's just such a hassle. He wouldn't, like, spark up conversations with me or, like, do things. And I'd be like… But he'd call me and we would talk that way. But I always thought, I'm like, he does not like me. Like, he is like not really trying that hard over text. At the beginning, you kind of did. Then like as we were dating, I was like, eh. But then I just realized that literally you just don't like texting. And it well, has nothing kinda, to do with me. It's kind of like when you're texting a parent and they Brad. like just… No. <laughs> punctuation. Was, yeah, yeah, punctuation. And they would… No. Just the most unsexy thing. They're just cracking like, I just kind of felt like I was texting my no. mom. I know where he's going with no. this. I'm just saying things can be very misunderstood and misconstrued over like text. Yeah, you know, when true. you're texting your parent and then they'll just like respond, K. Yeah, and do. you think, is my mom mad at me? Yeah, or like, and no. And you call her and she's just like, yeah. just her normal self. Or then my she mom doesn't would answer. be mad if she just said K. <laughs> yeah. <probably>. Everyone's different. <laughs> well, I feel like that's how I am with texting. Like, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. You, you did, okay. He's like, I agree. I, I feel the same way about when you text me. <laughs> 
Yeah. I uh, get that. I, I do understand that things can get misconstrued. But you have to also agree, like, you weren't much of a— t- I mean— There weren't as many emojis back then. It was hard to really <laughs> convey what I was feeling. <laughs> you know, with the ago. updates to iOS, it's great nowadays. Honestly, every <laughs> every year or two years, you skip like a generation of texting where like you don't understand quite fully what other people mean. Like Chelsea was on a completely different, yeah, <laughs> like vocabulary and like short code or whatever yeah. you call short that. Code. It's like <laughs> short. Like I had no idea what SMH. <laughs> She kept I saying she say. kept saying that all the time, and, and I had no clue. Like and I was wondering I why it was you never typo. sent me anything. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like even like talking with my parents or talking with Chelsea. There's a gap, so make sure it's something's Nick was not really good at cracks. texting, but only at one in the morning. Ooh, got said, him. My parents are at home. Can I come over? Extra, Can I come over and watch a little movie? extra pizzazz on yeah. those? During the daytime when I'm like willing to text, he's like, Would he put the peach I was busy. Emoji. We have to work and stuff. The you know? peach emoji? <laughs> Booty like, come over. My, my parents are home. Peach emoji. And he actually meant make a peach smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what my gosh. was the initial? Anyways, the question. Like, the first, okay, here's the problem. We we all said, we all agree. Yeah, drop, drop him. Drop him, yeah. Because the first few days he was super sweet and romantic. <laughs> now he's just being time. bland and acting. Okay, that sounds like the kind of person who's very good at charming their way into something and then is only in the relationship for what they can get out of it and not what they can give. So he's a, he's a goner. I'm sorry. Ghost right. him. Like, no, I'm mooch. just kidding. Tell him, say, <laughs> hey, it doesn't seem like you're. <laughs> say, TTYL, mooch. In text. <laughs> See what emoji later. would you use with mooch? The crossbones. <laughs> oh, wait, mooch? Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of food. <laughs> wait, what is mooch? Oh, because he's a mooch. Oh, yeah. Like he's mooching off you. TTYL, ya mooch. If you send him a text that says TTYL mooch with the crossbones, please send it to us. Screenshot it. Please. And if he doesn't respond, say... Go shoink yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta stop. Uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. I'm actually crying. Oh my gosh. The crossbones. <laughs> <laughs> no Look at gosh. Lady. He's just so confused. <laughs> Living her best life. She didn't even laugh. Lady, <laughs> why didn't you even laugh at that joke? Okay, I'm reading one more. And that's all we got time for today, folks. Okay. Can you read? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Chelsea and JC. I love your podcast and TikTok so much. I'm so grateful that you two can keep me entertained during this time of self-isolation. Here's my story, and it's kind of a long one, but I really don't know what to do, and I would love some advice. One of my best friends, let's call her Lauren, and I like the same guy. Let's call him Marcus. But he confessed to me. I think that he likes her. She just said confess, but I think it's that he likes her. Marcus and I <laughs> go way back. Literally confesses murder. <laughs> I, like, just completely missed that part. Um, Marcus and I go way back, and the only reason Lauren talks to him is because I introduced them. However, she told me she liked him long before <laughs> I realized— Sorry, I was still loving it. <laughs> I'm— <laughs> oh, Focus, focus. Sorry, okay. sorry. Okay. However, okay, so they both like the same guy. Yeah. Marcus tells this girl that r- writes in that he likes her. Ooh. But— Lauren told me, that's what she's saying. Lauren called dibs. Yeah, she told me she liked him long before I realized I liked him. She also doesn't know I like him. She was there when he confessed to me. (laughs) Literally still confused about the confession, but okay. (laughs) And had said, it's okay. I don't like him anymore. You can date him if you want. I'm super grateful for a friend who would be willing to let me do that, but I cannot tell if she's being truthful. I really do like him a lot, and he said he's liked me for many years, so I'd hate for both of us to end up disappointed, but I really value Lauren as a friend, especially since she gave up a guy for me. I told Marcus I need time to figure out my feelings, and to be honest, I still have not figured out what to do. Any advice? Well, I was literally in the exact same position when Nick started talking to me because my friend had actually even told me that Nick existed, basically. And that's how I met him. And then she really liked him and, like, would tell me about him all the time. And then Nick was showing interest in me. And I didn't have the luxury of having him confess that he liked me in front of her. But eventually, like, I was kind of telling her about it and trying to keep up girl code like it sounds like this girl's doing. Yeah. Because it's not easy. It You don't want to be that girl. But it depends. Like, this is what we said in one of the last episodes when someone was talking about, like, liking the same guy. It's like, 
it's only, it depends like why you're getting in the relationship. And if it genuinely is because you guys are in love or like mm-hmm. you really like each other, then it's a no-brainer. It's, a no-brainer. it's like yeah. it's like you two. You got married. So yeah. of course that was worth like breaking girl code or, or whatever. Yeah. And she ended up being fine with it. But if she's saying like, I don't like him anymore, you can date him. I feel like it's like, okay, like yeah. take that as truth. And then if she's mad, then you're like, well, you told me that it was okay. Yeah. You don't want to break girl code. But that being said, I wouldn't go after the relationship unless like you really, really like him. And it's not in the least bit out of like, who I won or like spite. Yeah. No, definitely. Seems pretty clear to me that she's okay with it mm-hmm. based on what she said. Yeah. Um, it well, would be like maybe it come, falls back on the girl who wrote in. Maybe she's not 100% ready to for be that. with a guy. Right. And that like she's trying to find maybe a few reasons and she feels bad. Yeah. Because maybe her friend, I don't know. Seems like, the, I don't know. It, it seems like she does like. Well, know. also, the other thing that I was going to say is part of you doesn't even let yourself go there all the way. Like, you can't be like, oh, I like him so much in your mind because you know that your friend likes them. So, like, that's kind of how it was for me at the very beginning. It's like, I don't even want to go there and let myself be like, oh, I really like you a lot while I know that she still likes him. You have to find a man for your friend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But also, and that's the other thing I was going to say is she— obviously is being a good friend and saying like, hey, you can go for him. Like, it's okay. I, I don't like him anymore. And you know what? If she really liked him, she probably still does like him. And it probably will hurt. So don't like rub it in her face if you do start dating. But know that that she actually is being a good friend and she's sacrificing her feelings so that you can be happy because she knows he likes you and maybe and eventually, if you told her you like him too. Eventually down the road, if this does work out between them, it's like, I feel like, the solution here is give it a shot with yeah. him. You might as well. It's like yeah. She said it's okay. You both really like each other and he's confessed to you that he likes you. Feels like, well, let's give it a shot. And yeah. then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you might as well try. Yeah. And she will be fine, especially because she said it was okay. Especially in the long run. Yeah. Like she will start dating someone else, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with time. Is that a thing where people say it's okay, but it's not okay? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and they say, and they want it to be okay because I feel like you can't just change feelings overnight. Quick fix. Simple fix. Alternate. <laughs> you know, Nick's like, one that's week what I on. wish you would have done. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> uh, I think I think it is very common for even just, like, think about even when you're in an argument with your, like, spouse and you're mm-hmm. like, it's fine, it's fine. And really, you're like, no, I'm annoyed. But yeah. it's fine. You but say, you know you, say you're, you'll get over it. Yeah. Right. So, sounds like you got a good friend, so. Yeah. Sounds like you got a few keepers. So… Let us know how this goes. Everyone who wrote in, especially Mooch Girl, please, not you being the Mooch, but girl who <laughs> mooch has girl. the Mooch. She changed their Instagram bio. Yeah. Please let us know. Keep us updated. Um, send, if you send him that text, don't doctor it or however the photo. If you send him that text, we will send you a piece of merch. I Yes, I will definitely And you screenshot it. And, and have his Don't reply on there. Don't Photoshop it. Do not Photoshop do not, it. Do not lie to us. And do not lie to my <laughs> wife and her best friend. <laughs> As if you did already specify by saying us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, boys slash men. How did you like how did you like this episode, boys? It's good. It was good. Both, guys, of, both of us on. are not big talkers, especially me. It's like I'm kind of why do people little, find us exciting? I don't know to listen to. I'm feeling a little COVID 19 depressed right now. <gasps> okay, oh. everyone's like, oh, no, I mean, a like, cry for help. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't discussed, but this has made me happier. Oh, no surprise. oh. really? Even after our fright this morning, mm, I'm mad. <laughs> Spill the tea. <laughs> Spill the tea. I don't even know what we were fighting about. Okay, <laughs> life stop. Oh, sorry. Oh my god, what? Uh, everything away. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> us fighting. Here's the thing. Be it's confident. People moment. like you guys because you're I'm like Funny. because you're our husbands. <laughs> because of us. We picked you. No. <laughs> but also notice how like people said they liked our TikToks. So you should be more supportive of us doing TikToks. I'm all supportive the time. of it, but not when it's playing on loud in a loop for an hour straight <laughs> next to me. <laughs> on the that, that's what we got in a fight about today. I was learning a TikTok dance and I said, Nick, we're gonna leave in 10 minutes. And I was expecting Nick within that 10 minutes to get up, find the stuff we were going to bring over to get rid of the ants in JC and Lave's house, to bring in the step stool. 
And then it was 10 minutes later and I was still doing the dance. I was waiting for him, but I was dancing while I was waiting. And I go and he's in bed. And I'm like, what are you doing? I said, we're going to leave in 10 minutes. And he was like, well, you were still dancing. And I kept hearing you say <laughs> one more time to yourself. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm in the other, I, and then I'm like I was in the really other room mad. and she's like, she's like, okay, one more. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up because I know she wants to finish this TikTok. Verbally talking to All yourself. I have to do is slip on my shoes and I'm ready to go. But you weren't, right? You say that, but then you have to go to the garage and open it up. And yeah, the that's thing. just dealing. You just got to deal with that. I'm okay. Okay. Well, Bye. this has been a great episode. Thank you guys for joining us. We love our quarantine crew. We hope this gave you some entertainment and some laughs on this beautiful day. Beautiful Tuesday. I forgot what day these go up. This beautiful, beautiful COVID day. Um, if you guys want to follow our Instagram, go to at what we said podcast. We post lots of fun stuff on there. You guys can be involved in episodes like this one where you write in if you want some advice and we can feature you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Goodbye. <laughs>